Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders with Technology Expresso. Tonight's episode is called The Secret to Getting a Job without even trying. So as you can imagine, there's probably a bit of a twist to the title. I do want to talk through some unconventional ways of actually being identified for job opportunities, wherein as people actually approach you. Your effort is on the front end and not necessarily on the back end. So let me explain. When I say on the front end, what I mean is by just creating your brand, people will begin to approach you for job opportunities. So it's not a matter of you trying to solicit for a job. It's just about you focusing rather on creating your brand. You've heard us talk about in other shows about creating a brand. If you haven't, then I invite you to visit our archives. One of our colleagues, Derek Brown, is adamant about talking about creating a brand. And several of the shows that we have in our archive is with Derek Brown and some of our most popular episodes. So I encourage you to listen to those. But also simply just Google building a brand. It's a new terminology used. Now, we know what a brand is, the things that you see on the grocery store shelves that call out to you, the various commercials, um, the various images that you hear, whether it's over the radio. Um, they're around us every day. And marketing specialists find ways to build a brand and have specific images associated with that brand to make you want that brand and to want more, to seek it out. But in today's market, especially the job market, people now associate with building a brand with your personal brand. So you are, in a way, a commodity or a product. And you have to build an image, a reputation, a.k.a. a brand, around that. We started hearing about that uh, as athletes uh, started building brands and having marketing agents and publicists and image consultants because they wanted to be associated with a certain image. And then different companies would seek them for endorsements or to do commercials or to represent their product, but only if they had the right image or brand. So now think about what do you want your image or brand to say when people see you, when people encounter you, um, and especially when we talk about a professional setting. So once you get your mind around 
that you have to put the work into building your brand and then your brand will speak for itself and then people will seek you out and want you to be a part of their team, part of their organization, a part of their product. Then you basically have the whole concept of tonight's discussion and topic. Focus on building your brand. The people will come. The jobs will come to you. However, let me tell you the other aspect of it. That means you being at the right places at the right time. Your brand has to be visible to people. It can't just be something that uh, is in your mind or uh, your image of yourself. It can't be a well-kept secret. Just the opposite. So not only do you have to create that brand, you also have to be the one that's out there marketing and shopping it around and socializing it. And thus, this is the beauty of social media. Another key point that I'm going to dive into. So let's walk through that. What does that look like step by step where you can put yourself in the right position with the right branding and have people offering you jobs and opportunities? Now, the key is, is that all of that takes work, time, effort, and a commitment. And don't think that um, just right out of the gate, you create something, it's perfect the first time, and then people will receive it positively right away. It's going to take work. It's going to take persistence. It's going to take commitment. And I'll be honest, if you think that it sounds like too much work or it's not your forte, then the traditional way of looking for a job still works. And it works well for a lot of people. When do you want to do something radical like what I'm describing? First of all, if you're comfortable with selling yourself. If you're comfortable with the idea of making yourself into a brand. Also, if you see yourself moving beyond just this one job opportunity and you see a future where you're building not only a brand around yourself, maybe you see yourself going down the path of being an entrepreneur. All of these are great reasons to go the radical route. And I'm calling it radical because it's, it's less traditional. The other reason why is maybe the traditional route isn't working for you. Maybe you're in a specialized area, a very competitive uh, area or industry. Or maybe you just haven't gotten the reaction from the traditional mailing out resumes. I can recall uh, as I was getting into the senior year of college, uh, counselors would say to mail out 200 resumes and only expect somewhere between 20% of those to even get read. And then it's a smaller percent of that where you'll get a call back. And then lastly, getting the actual offer for those that you interview for. 
So when you're in a highly competitive uh, environment and atmosphere, that's another reason. Because your resume just ends up in a big pile and a big stack on someone's desk. So there's, you know, there's got to be the hunger. There's got to be the drive. And you're ready to try something different. Uh, one of the things is when you find yourself spinning and not going or getting the results you expect. Then as I always say, you've got to change what you're doing in order to get different results. So, so step back. Let's talk about branding. The brand itself is, is, again, it's the image, it's the reputation you want to have. Well, how do you establish a reputation? Well, it's really by showing people and being that thing that you say you are. Um, I, I One famous quote I, I read at one point when I really was adamant about being a writer, it says, to be a writer... You have to write. So I have to do that thing that I want to do. And that goes with uh, everyone else in every profession. Whatever it is you want to be, then you've got to exercise and demonstrate that. So I'm going to use the big V word as in volunteer. That's the best way to get real-world, hands-on experience on your resume. It's through volunteer work. Organizations, uh, and there's a lot of them, are looking for, whether it's a, a volunteer, there's also nonprofit organizations who are always looking for volunteers, and you can look for one in your area of interest and apply your skill set. You walk away from that volunteer opportunity with people who can vouch for you, who will write recommendations for you, and people who know people. So again, it goes back to what I said. It puts you in a position to be at the right place at the right time. And it just will come natural. If they like your work, if they're impressed with your work, if they see the the characteristics and they just see you trying, trying to apply yourself, trying and committed to getting that experience, you show your work ethic, then they'll go out of their way to help you. I say that because I've done it. I met a young lady. Um, she had tried a couple of different uh, professions. But at the end of the day, after she kind of described what she had done in those other professions, it was very similar to a role that we were about to post in my company. She actually wanted to learn more about the role. So she asked if she could volunteer to do whatever I needed, whether it was filing. Uh, she just wanted to be there. She just wanted to see me in action. She just wanted to shadow. So I started giving her tasks. And she did those. 
And she did it for about four or five weekends, all for free. That free opportunity, the first opportunity, I had the the opportunity to look for um, a resource. It actually was for a intermediate level to senior level resource. But I actually lobbied to have that position turned into a junior position and took on the responsibility of mentoring her and getting her up to speed because I believed in her just that much because I had seen her work ethic. I saw that she caught on quickly. She was a good listener, a great team player, great attitude, even if she didn't have all the other pieces of the skill set. That came from volunteering. Now, everyone doesn't have the luxury to just spend uh, hours out of their their work week uh, working for free. If you're at the college level um, or just right out of college, then the next best thing is internships. Again, something that's near and dear to me. And uh, I have a very active internship program in my organization um, and always encouraging young people even before you get to that junior senior level in college you need to experience at least two internships it's it's great for your resume now the only twist is the only thing that's that's different about that and other conversations we had about internships is making sure that you're using the internship not just to learn some things not just knowing that this is going to go on your resume but use it for the exposure and the visibility that's the other piece of creating your brand that brand like i said needs to be known leave an impression I've coached my interns, even though you're junior, learn that when you're invited to a meeting or attend a meeting, always ask a question. Always speak up. If it's a a conference call, you want to show people that you're engaged. You're a good listener. Um, As well as your questions could also allude to your attention to detail and your interest in the topic as well as also offering suggestions. Now, you have to be taken into consideration your position and your role because it's not always appropriate at every uh, conversation as an intern that you would have a suggestion and again one of the things you you have to demonstrate is that you know what's appropriate and what's not as part of your brand so those key things always look for those people who can provide referrals for you. I often say when you're looking for a job, you need to be on the job or about the business of looking for that job 
eight hours a day. That needs to be your job. Now, what does that mean? There was one time when that meant going out, filling out job applications, going door to door, uh, mailing resumes. That world is almost obsolete in a lot of industries, especially STEM. Anymore, a lot of that is done virtual over the internet. And I dare say through social media as well. Now, let's talk about social media specifically. Because you all know that we've been running a series about social media. Social media is not a a 100% replacement for that flesh-to-flesh and face-to-face contact. It's a supplement. You still need to get out. You still need to go to those networking events. You still need to make contact. You still need to go to those volunteer opportunities. You need to have hands-on. All of that is necessary. Now, what social media allows you to do is get connected. Find out about the people or the organizations that you're interested in. Find out what events and activities they're sponsoring or involved in or even hosting and being at the right place at the right time. When I say being at the right place at the right time, it doesn't have to be an accident. It can be very intentional. Uh, One of the terminologies is look for the hidden job market. Most of the jobs, especially from whether it's IT or around the corporate industry, never make it to job posting boards before they are even published or publicized. People within the organization are aware of them. They're already reaching out to people they know. Companies like the one I work for, uh, reward very well for recommendations because that you're basically vouching for a person and they've had a lot more success when someone is, is recommending or knows of your reputation or, as I said earlier, your brand. So it's about making those contacts Now, one of the things, and this is the the part that a lot of people don't get quite right about social media. Social media is just as much about making genuine connections as when you're networking with people face to face. If there's one thing that I can't emphasize enough is that when you're networking, it's not all about you. You don't go to the events and just use it for your own purpose of getting a job, asking people for a job, or people recognizing what your needs are. 
You genuinely, in order to make contact, in order to make people want to help you, want to approach you, you've got to show interest in the things that are of interest to them. Whether it's their corporate values, whether it's philanthropy, things that the company is trying to pursue, um, even their goals, objectives, uh, and business vision for the organization. You've got to show interest. And that goes not just for the corporation or company, if there's a, a particular area or industry you're targeting, it goes for individuals too. I often say that the best time to network is when you don't need a job. And if you're networking at a time where you need a job, you've got to make sure that you're not showing desperation. People don't want that. They don't want you just coming around because now you're looking for a job. Now, they have, the people do help people at these networking events. But I've seen, as, as I've talked about in the, the title, I've seen people approaching and looking and helping and offering jobs unsolicited just by you participating, volunteering, and them seeing you in action. I've literally, just like many others in organizations I've worked with, sought after people who weren't actively looking for jobs, but just wanting to uh, literally, I guess you would say, steal them from their current employers because I could see their potential. That's what you need to do. You need to put, to showcase and put your, your potential and your talents out on display. And that needs to be at every opportunity possible. Social media also, and another key thing about social media, it lets you contact very important people. I have been utterly surprised myself by just reaching out to people, by them being in social media and, and my the big three when I talk about social media at the high level is of course LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, probably in that order from a professional perspective. LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Those allow you to, to reach out, and it shows initiative, it shows boldness. But again, here's my twist. It's not to ask for a job. It's to show an interest in the things that are of interest of them. When reaching out to someone and that might be in a company or in a position that you are interested in or an industry you're interested in, it's about reaching out to them and asking them questions just to simply engage them. And never really having to say that you're looking for a position, you're trying to find a way that they can help you. Take that completely off the table out of your vocabulary. As a matter of fact, let them ask you. And if they don't, that's okay too. 
you've still planted a seed and can continue to move on. Let that germinate, but at the same time, via social media, still stay a part of their circles. Now, what you could be doing in the meantime, as you're developing your brand, you should be commenting on their post. You should be making your own posts. You should be building up your own credibility, even through articles or the comments or even things that you post from scratch. So, for example, in the Twitter world, you can't just be someone that retweets other people or regurgitates other people's original stuff. Show your own originality, even if it's just brief comments or if it's from a brand new perspective. Again, that's the type of stuff that will be get you noticed. And it shows how you make contributions, whether solicited or paid for. I think another key point is it's the factor of going above and beyond. When you're doing something because you're passionate about it, then imagine what you can bring to the table, especially if you're being paid for it. So... That again is just making a contribution, making your presence known. Now you can start out subtle, but the whole point of a brand is to build and to build it strong. I have often, uh, or I have retweeted some articles um, on some of the people that are masters of branding. And it might surprise you. Kim Kardashian is one of them. She's the master of branding. And maybe I should give Chris, her mom, some credit for that as well. But actually study what they've done. They've taken what some might say a lack of talent, but build it into notoriety and a brand. And there are actually companies that seek them, seek after them because of the brand they've built around being notable on the red carpet in association with, with fashion. All of that was built off of probably just a, a little bit of scandal and just being at the right places at the right time, not being bashful about their brand, and just getting out and being in circulation. There's something that we can learn from the Kim Kardashians. Um, and, and there's some other reality stars that have an image, have a brand, for better or for worse. I recall also a show, Apprentice, and there is a woman on there, Amorosa. A lot of you may recognize that name. It's because she built a brand. Some might consider it a negative brand. However, at the end of the day, there's a lot more people who know her name. There's a lot of other people that were on the show that season, but her name lived on and her brand lived on above and beyond the season. That's something that's key and that certain reality stars have picked up on that. It's not just to get one season, 
but it's to get the recognition and to be associated with some type of branding, good or bad. So let's recap and let's talk about what we've talked about here. You can, the goal here is to get yourself noticed and for people to approach you. For them to see in you your potential, your work ethic, your values, and want you on their team. It's almost back to uh, when you were in elementary school. Not that they do this anymore, but you used to play dodgeball. And you had team captains that picked you. And you always hoped you got picked. Well, you had to have the right brand. Um, so if, if we if we combine what we used to do back in the day uh, with kickball and, and today, I would have made sure I had a good brand. So I got picked first and was on the uh, the, the winning team. And so go establishing and going out there and making yourself known from a career perspective, it's about, first of all, sit down with a piece of paper right after listening to this show. Write down, what are three things you want people to associate with you? These three things should be the theme of your resume, but these are three things people should also be able to pick up if they were working with you on a project, whether it was a volunteer opportunity or whether it was an internship. And then secondly, now that you've established what those three key words you want associated with you, the second place is where can you showcase that? What's the best opportunity to showcase that? Is it joining a professional organization? Is it volunteering? Is it seeking out an internship? Or is it creating a self-made opportunity? Be an entrepreneur. If you want to do web design, then I would expect you to have a website, a web presence, even an online resume. I want to see you demonstrating that what you say you want to be. The other thing is social media. Getting out there, getting active, make contributions, and as well as follow those important people, follow what their interests are, get connected with those interests, as well as contributing original material and as much as you are out there establishing yourself, make sure that you're also acknowledging and validating other people's contributions as well. Don't just make it about yourself. I promise you if you take these tips, you will see considerable amount of 
feedback, recognition, and even references that you can use in your jobs, job search. But at the same time, these are also the people who are going to recognize that they want you on your their team or that they would be willing to recommend you for to be on someone else's team. So apply these and I would love to hear back from you to hear about your successes, what works well for you, what things that you might do a little bit differently. You can email me or contact me at technologyexpresso at gmail.com or call and we will return your phone call. So don't be shy. Even if you get the voicemail, we will call you back. The number is 855-484-6837. It's 855-484-6837. And I wish you much luck. And always remember, listen, learn, leverage, and launch. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.